Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Amen. Well, God bless you. The Lord's favor Grace and blessing uh, be upon all of you in Jesus' mighty name. This is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church, located here in the South Bronx, New York City. I really, 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 really have a word of the Lord that I want to release to you. I don't know if you have discerned, but this week, there's a lot of turmoil within the brethren in leadership in the body of Christ all over the country. And it's based on two things. It's between conviction and revelation. This pandemic, God is doing a reformation. This is not judgment, all right? And let me tell you something about the judgment of the Lord. The judgment of the Lord is very swift. When God sent plagues among the children of Israel, they didn't last long. They were two, three days. Sometimes the plague would last just in the morning. The fact that this thing has prolonged itself, this is the result of sin. What we're, what we're seeing, what we're seeing right now is reformation, not revolution. God is not against something he initiated. For revolution means destroy the system and don't replace it. No system. God is not against what he initiated. So I don't believe that God is destroying the church to give birth to home services again. That ain't the Holy Spirit. You just don't like going to church. You got church hurt and you don't like church buildings and you don't like to tithe. All right. So God is not destroying church buildings to give birth to home services. According to Acts chapter two, the Bible says they were in the homes and in church every day. God is not destroying the church. He's reforming the church. Let me say that again. God is not destroying the church. He is reforming Reforming the church. What is God confronting in this pandemic? God is confronting American uh, fundamentalism. There's a vast chasm between kingdom and American Christianity. What God is confronting is American Christianity. 
He's not confronting the kingdom. The kingdom cannot be shaken. He can't confront the kingdom because then he's confronting himself. And Jesus cannot reform Jesus. What he is doing is he is confronting American fundamentalism or American Christianity. That's what's being confronted. Listen closely to people's arguments is my First Amendment rights. Notice how they're not saying my kingdom rights. They're saying my constitutional rights. He's confronting American fundamentalism. Now, what does that mean? American fundamentalism is this. It means American westernized church culture, churchianity. And here is what's happening. God has shut down the church. Western church shut it down. It's shut down. What ha the, the, the subsequent response to that has not been true repentance or revival. No, it's not. Let me tell you what has actually happened. Because Western, Western civilization Christians are so enslaved to our tradition. You know, we're so enslaved to tradition that what has spawned out of that is not revival, is now radical fundamentalism. Let me say that again. We are not seeing revival. We're seeing radical fundamentalism, which means I'm going to fight you, government, of trying to take away my fundamentalism. So I'm going to become radical in my fundamentalism. And I'm going to let you know, you can't make me wear a mask. You can't make me not go to church because it's my amendment right. They're not even saying, if you listen closely, no one is saying it's my God-given right. They're saying it's my American right. It is my constitutional right. It is spawning radical fundamentalism. American Christi Christian Jihad. Oh, don't play with me, man. What we are witnessing is the birthing of Christian Jihadists, which means ready to die for their conviction, not for revelation. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. They're ready to die for their conviction. No one's going to make me wear a mask. I'm going to go to church without my mask. Conviction. That's not revelation. No, it is not. Conviction is not revelation. Conviction is not revelation. You want to know why? Because what if the Holy Ghost came down and told you, wear your mask? Would you wear it? What if the Holy Spirit came down and gave you an open vision and said, I want you to wear the mask? What would you do? You will do what Peter did. Lord, I'm not going to eat anything unclean. Telling God no. Telling God no. The Lord said, Peter, kill and eat. He said, Lord, I'm not going to kill and eat. And the Lord said, do not call unclean what I have made clean. Do you see what I'm saying? But since God has not told you, don't give me this. The Lord told me to not wear a mask. Stop that. That's your conviction talking. God did not tell you that. And we respect your conviction. Be, be a man, be a woman and say, it's my conviction, 
The Lord ain't telling me that. I just want to show him that I honor him in that. Don't sit here and say that you had a vision and the Holy Spirit told you to not wear one. Don't sit here and say that the Holy Spirit told you not to wear one. Your conviction told you not to wear one, which we have to respect. But don't say God told you. No, he did not. You're trying to show God that you have conviction. God did not tell you to do that. What has spawned out of this pandemic is radical fundamentalism with Christianity, except that we're not Islamic. And what we're seeing people dying right now is not for revelation. It's for conviction. Let me ask you, what is guiding you right now? Conviction or revelation? Let me share a secret with you. Watch this. I love church, but I don't love my church building. I love being in my building. I wouldn't die for my church building or church service, but I will die for my Christian brothers and for Christ. We die for the faith. We defend the faith. We are not told to defend our conviction. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 14 that we are to honor each other's convictions. We are not told to be led by conviction. We are told to be led by the spirit. So let me say this again. I will die for the church. I will not die for my church building. I am the building. Let me say that again. I absolutely love my building. I reopened. We partially reopened. I'm in my building. I will be there Sunday. I will not die for my church building. Get the heck out of here. Not dying for my building. Will die for the cause of Christ. Will die to defend the faith. Will die for the testimony of Jesus. Will not die for my convictions. I will not die for my convictions. I will die for revelation. I will die for the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. I will not die for my homiletics. I will not die for deliverance because you know I'll be on that deliverance stuff. Let me say this right here. I will not die for deliverance. I will not die by putting myself in harm's danger to cast out a demon. No, I will die for the gospel. I will die for Jesus. I will die being my brother's keeper. I will not die for speaking in tongues. I will not die for deliverance. I will not die for pre-trib, post-trib, present-trib, preterism. I will not die for that. But I will die for Christ. I will die for this Bible. Convictions are not steadfast like Mount Zion. Revelation is. Upon this revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against this revelation, not against this conviction. So all of this fighting y'all doing on your videos about what you would or what you wouldn't do and what the church should or shouldn't do. All of you listen to me. Y'all all wrong because what you're doing is propagating conviction you're not propagating revelation. And another thing, when's the last time we heard you talk about the gospel with your apostolic bishop prick prophetic stuff? When's the last time you preached the death, burial, and resurrection with your conviction? You haven't. Because you've been preaching conviction. You have not been preaching revelation. I will die for revelation. I will not die for conviction. 
because my conviction will change. Rakotora, shalokuta na mandora, brostukutuna saya, rekula saya, nano sotokotataya. That's what I'm saying. So all this stuff we're doing online is because you don't forgot that even Judas was welcome at the table with all of our different views. We are all partakers of the body and the blood of Jesus. Wanna know why we all arguing? Because we're all arguing about conviction. But you want to know where conviction dies? It dies at the table. It dies at the table because even Judas got a piece of that. What are you mad about? You want to know why you flipping? Because you flipping about your convictions. And your conviction could be wrong. Because conviction changes. Peter's conviction didn't allow him to eat. All this stuff, you ain't impressing nobody. You are perpetuating your own selfish ambition because conviction is nothing but self-preservation. All this screaming you're doing on your posts about what people should and shouldn't do, you're boastful, you're carnal, you're self-righteous, and it is not revelation and it is not gospel. It is your conviction. And your conviction is nothing more than glorified opinion. Don't play with me, man. With all of our prophecy self. You know, for the last couple of months, when's the last time us apostle prophets actually preached Jesus on our broadcasts? There's a difference between conviction and revelation. The church is not built upon conviction. The church is built upon revelation. It, you're angry because it's conviction. You're angry. You, you want to know why we're angry? It's because it's conviction. And conviction is always, listen to me, you don't have to agree. Conviction is always about self. Self, it is unregulated bigotry. Just sang, sprinkled with Jesus on it. But at the table... We have all been made to eat. And we've all been made to drink. Listen, this is for everybody. For our American fundamentalists and for my Black Lives Matter folk. Talking about what Jesus or Jesus wouldn't do. Jesus would turn tables. That's conviction. That's not revelation. He was turning over the tables because the people were making money. Not about social injustice. And you know I got your back. I got everybody's back because I understand that people are defending convictions. They're not defending revelation. It is unregulated zeal. It's unregulated zeal. My Black Lives Matter folk, Jesus ain't turning over the tables. It's not about social injustice. It's about they were merchandising. He said, he actually said, stop making this house a house of merchandise. That ain't got nothing to do with racial indiscretion. And that is conviction. And you know, I'm with you. And I'll be protesting. I was out there. And for my American fundamentalists shouting at the government about shutting our churches down. I got your back. I'm with you. That's not revelation. Let me tell you something. Man. You're killing people with your, you don't have to wear a mask. You are killing people. And when you stand before God, you will give an account 
to God for what you said because people follow your example. You will give an account for the people, for the believers you murdered who didn't have faith and they got sick and died because they're trying to impress your conviction. You're going to answer to God for that one. When you stand before God, God's going to say, oh, let's, let's address this when you said this. Do you know that when you said this, this other weak believer took that literal and this is what happened. You're going to answer to God for that one. You're going to answer to God for that one. Ask yourself, are my actions about conviction or about revelation? So guess what? This week I did a video about my prophet friend who did a video. All right. Let me say this here. If you're watching me, he's my friend. All right. But I did not agree with the video because that was his conviction. That was not revelation. That video was not coming from the Holy Spirit. That was coming from his own conviction and folks sharing it like if it was revelation. You just shared conviction. Don't play with me, man. And that's my friend. That's my friend. And I could disagree. That wasn't Holy Ghost talking. No, it wasn't Holy Ghost talking. No, it wasn't Holy Ghost talking. That was conviction. And that was opinion. And I disagree with that conviction and opinion publicly. Because the video is public. I'm going to say it publicly. Did you catch what I just said? When it's revelation, we know. When it's conviction, we get vexed. When we get, when it's revelation, we get offended. Oh, did you, let me say that again. This is how we know apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, when you're talking from the Lord. If we get offended, it was revelation. If it's conviction, we get vexed. Vex means, baby, five minutes into your video, I want to turn you off because your voice annoys me. Did you catch that revelation? And that's not persecution. You're annoying. This is how you know when it's the Holy Ghost talking. If people get offended, it was revelation. If we get annoyed, it was conviction. Because your convictions annoy me. Your voice annoys me. I cringe at the way you sound. You sound like a scratched, broken record. You sound like... Scratching the wall on a chalkboard, something inside vexes me and I go, ah, I want to turn you off. That is not persecution. That is conviction. And when it's conviction, people get vexed, which means your voice annoys me. Now I understand why the word says, brothers shall betray one another. Have you ever asked yourself, why does the Bible say, for the time will come that many will kill you will think they're offering God service. The next verse says, brother will betray brother. You want to know why brother will betray brother? Because of conviction. Brother will not betray brother with revelation because we can't fight revelation. There are no convictions. At the table, there is just revelation. What is the revelation? Christ alone through faith alone. By grace alone, Christ crucified. At the table, it's all about the body, blood of Jesus. Let me tell you something. No one is saying don't have conviction. But understand that your conviction is becoming radical fundamentalism. Haven't you noticed that we're turning into Christian jihadists? Ready to die? And, and have you really noticed what folks are ready to die for? They're not ready to die for Jesus. They're ready to die for church. Baby, we're not supposed to die for conviction. Supposed to die for Christ. Lay down your life 
for the death, burial, and resurrection. Let me tell you something. I, I would never lay down my life for deliverance. And I'm all about that deliverance. I would never lay down my life for the apostolic title and revelation of apostolic and the prophetic. That is conviction. The apostles didn't run around the globe preaching deliverance. They went around the world preaching the gospel of a man named Jesus, son of God. God manifested in the flesh. And if you're worrying about where my spirit is, Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Take that in. If you're wondering what, what source I'm getting my revelation, let me say it. Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. Jesus is exclusively the only way to get to heaven. Without Christ, you die and you experience eternal death. You will burn forever in hell and in the lake of fire. But Jesus died on the cross for you. He was buried and three days later, he resurrected from the dead. And if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for with the heart. Man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And the reason why he sent his son to die on the cross for you is because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That if whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And if you receive that life, he that receives the son has life. And he that does not receive the son is condemned already. And Jesus is coming back again to rule and reign for a thousand years. To judge the living and the dead. And the Bible says that the dead will stand before God and give an account and the books will be open and whoever's name was not written in the Lamb's book of life shall be cast into the lake of fire where there will be weeping and there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said he is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. You need to repent. Or you're going to die and go to hell. And you don't have to. I make a clarion call to the body of Christ as an apostle of Jesus Christ to this generation. We need to repent of perpetuating our doctrinal idolatry and personal conviction above revelation. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.